Hi, I am Katyra Coleman, CEO of Love Her Words, an editing boutique for authors and writers, and also the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best. Editor Knows Best is a podcast for writers and authors, and I feature international and also national authors, editors, and other literary professionals and creatives. Today's guest is Jasmine Henderson, and she is the CEO of Vichy Publications. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jasmine. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little bit more information about yourself and also the reason that you started your um, that you started your publishing company. fiction as well as contemporary literature. Um, I have a book series called My Brother's Keeper, which is My Brother's Keeper, My Brother's Keeper Broken, and My Brother's Keeper 2, The King's Demise. And then I also have um, a contemporary woman's fiction novel, and that is called Jezebel. Um, I have been writing of literature that was published, I think I was in the fifth grade, um, and I just took it from there, I guess, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what was the reason for starting your publishing company? What, what did you want to accomplish? Um, my main objective with Bijou Publications was to redefine writer that there are a lot of stigmas and misconceptions that are attached to urban fiction. Um, people, they box urban fiction in, they think that it's one-dimensional, they think that it lacks depth, they think that once you've read one urban fiction book, you've read them all. And with My Brother's Keeper and with Bijou, what I'm trying to do is shatter that misconception and show that there is versatility and that urban fiction can be a genre that has meaning and provokes thoughts and feelings for readers. That's, that's great. I never thank you so much for doing that. Um, <laughs> I, I read some um, I have read some urban fiction. I haven't read it in quite some time. I used to read it when I was um, a little uh, a lot younger. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, we have people such as yourself out here who take the genre seriously and want to show the depth and the diversity in, um, in that genre. So thank you again for doing that. And I'm sure yeah. that your readers and all of your fans are excited and appreciate that as well. So I know that you said you already, you know, you have a book series. So did you go the traditional route or are you self-published? Is there a particular reason why you decided to be self-published instead of traditional? Um, I decided to self-publish instead of going the traditional route because I like to have total creative control of my project. I don't want anyone telling me um, to switch anything because mm-hmm. um, I am really a, a creator, you know, um, and I don't put my work out for it to be altered. Mm-hmm. And then as 
top of that, I would say that the business and the monetary aspect of it, um, when you go the traditional route, you know, you receive an advance, and then after you have that advance, you don't really see any gain from your material until after that advance is paid back. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, like I prefer to put in all of the work and all of the effort and having my own editor and coming up with my own book design mm-hmm. and doing the entire process myself. And then once my books are released, I receive the full gain in return. I receive a full profit back. Yeah. And that's and really, again, that's my thing with my comics. Now, also with myself as an author, so I did try traditional ones, um, but it created, like you said, like a middleman there. So I had to wait for them to send me the copy, and of course they um, received a cut of the, the revenue. So I can definitely understand why so many authors do go the self-publishing route, although it requires a lot more discipline and a lot more time because you're doing it all on your own. But I can definitely see the benefits, and I agree that I also like creative control. So (laughs) I'm glad that we have the option to self-publish. All right, so I know that you love writing, um, but what are some things that make it more challenging for you, or what's the one thing that you see as a hurdle when it comes to your writing? Um, I am a procrastinator. I'll say that procrastination plays a major role in my writing um, or releasing projects. That and also being a perfectionist. Um, I nitpick over very little things and I go back and I change. Just like right now with my brother's keeper too, before it goes um, to be edited by my editor, before I submit it to my editor, um, I'm literally like sitting in front of my laptop right now and I'm going to go through and <laughs> like there's just a little thing that I want to change before I submit it but if someone were to read it they would be like you know it's fine the way that it is so I would say that in procrastination um, and I find that when I start to procrastinate I learn to just tuck whatever it is that I'm working on away um, and get back to living my regular normal life because outside of us being writers and authors and creators, we're also regular human beings and we have regular lives. And sometimes it's through putting, stepping away from what you're currently working on and doing other things that you enjoy that you find the inspiration to go back and finish what you started. And is there anything else you would recommend to authors who may struggle with either perfectionism or um, procrastination besides, of course, stepping away? Is there anything else that you think will be helpful or helps you? Um, I would say that as far as nothing, as far as perfectionism, nothing is going to be perfect. <laughs> perfection is an illusion Um, but I guess just when it comes to that just put your best foot forward and just make sure that you have a team of people because being you you waste a lot of time when you keep nitpicking so make sure that you have a, a team of people 
people or at least one person on your team who can go back and look at what you what you're working on and tell you like hey you know you missed this or maybe you should word it like this and while they're doing that you can be working on something else Okay, so would you say that writing energizes or exhausts you? Um, I would say that it energizes me, and I say that because I never, I genuinely enjoy writing. Like, I'm a writer at heart, so I never want it to feel like a task or like a burden. I don't like forcing myself to write. Um, so when I am writing, I try to write in a space where I know that I'm going to enjoy what it is that I'm creating. Um, and if I start feeling exhausted, I start feeling uninspired, I put it away. Like I said, like I'm big on that. I do not like to force myself to write because when you're forcing it, you're not gonna put out your best material. You're not good. You're not gonna put out the best quality. So if you're exhausted, put it away. Step away from it. But it is important to take time away and refocus. So I'm glad to hear that that's something you do and something that you also recommend. So, writer's block. Do you believe in that? And if so, why? And if you don't, why don't you? Um. Yes, I believe in writer's block. Um. Early on in my writing career, it's something that I used to really get stressed out about, and I would like cry and be depressed and stressed because I felt like I don't know I felt like writing in a way had left me because you're looking at your paper or you're looking at your computer screen you have absolutely nothing to say but um, I've learned to embrace it over the years and just accept that writer's block that's a part of the journey it's a part of the game like it's not a step that you can skip it's going to happen. Like, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It might not happen. Like, some people don't experience it that often or that frequently, and some people they experience it all the time. But I don't think that it's something to be fearful of. I think that once you change your mindset um, to realizing that it's a part of the writing process, you'll be okay. chapters here and there and they 
stop writing stuff and just sitting on it? How do you expect anyone to know that you have a talent or that you enjoy writing when you hide everything? So I um, released my brother's keeper as an ebook at first, just because I wanted to get a response from my audience. Um, I went through Amazon. They have the KDP Publishing and Create Space platforms for self-published authors. That's what I use. And when I released My Brother's Keeper, at first I wasn't thinking about the business aspect of being an author or monetary gain. It was strictly just like me sharing my art and my story with people. And it, I got a really good response, um, but then when I started getting my royalty checks <laughs> coming in the mail, I was like, for ebooks on Amazon, you can price point them anywhere from like a dollar to like ten dollars. Um, and I think I had my brother's keeper at like three ninety nine or something, and it was for every. And I was sell like I was I had a lot of edition of my brother's keeper and i was receiving like cents off of every book that sold um and i wasn't really feeling that like i was like something has to change like i have to come up with another way to go about it so what i ended up doing was creating my own online platform and it was also a blog um word to jazz and i would have paperback editions of my books available for people to purchase and I will also like deliver paperback editions of my book like hand to hand um and I had it priced at $15 so when I would put out when I released the paperback editions I was making a full return instead of having to worry about Amazon or some other major corporation taking such a large percentage of my, I, I felt like that was my you know, like, yeah. it's such a large percentage of my profit off of my talent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you touched on that. I mean, you, you know, realized that you needed to go a different route because you wanted to, you know, make your money. So I'm glad that authors have that option now and that you shared that because um, that is important. So one of the things that I have a question about is I know you said you had a lot of people who bought your book when you posted it um, as an ebook originally. How did you get reviews? Was it people write reviews? Did you ask? What did that look like for you? Um, at first, I didn't ask because, you know, everything, it was so new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, like, I don't know, I would go on Amazon every once in a while, mm-hmm. and there would be, you know, new reviews and stuff on there, and then people, they would tag me on Facebook, like, after they were done reading the book, they would write me reviews, and they would tag me in the review that they left on Facebook, um, I wasn't really, like, oh, do you mind leaving me a review, like, I didn't do that, um, but now I, as I've grown as a writer and as an author, I understand the importance of reviews, um, so when my books are officially available on Bijou's platform. There will be like a place for people to leave reviews underneath the books that they decide to purchase. Um, that's how I plan to go about that. I see. 
and then the second one they did Yuji's Baby Eaters before he was in Shingeki just to get their feedback or get feedback from their target market before it's available to the public? No, I don't, but that's a great idea. But no, I do not. authors sometimes and they, you know, they either don't know what beta readers are or they've never done it. So I always like to ask authors about their experience doing that. Um, I've done it a few times and it's definitely mm-hmm. helpful, um, especially um, if it's your first book or you're earlier on in, in your writing career. So give it a try sometimes, authors. <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, so um, as I did Sharon, you already know I am an editor, so I'm always interested in the editing process for authors. So did you self-edit, and what does that look like for you? Have you worked with an editor before, and what is your recommendation for authors and writers regarding editing? Um, when I first released, when I was first releasing my books, I was self-editing, and I was doing that more so out of being overprotective of my material. Um, so when I first released My Brother's Keeper, you know, I just put it out there. I wrote it, put it out there, and I'm getting all these great reviews and people are buying my book. But then when I went back in to look at My Brother's Keeper, not as an author, but as a reader, I noticed that there was like so many grammatical errors, punctuation errors, um, just things that should not have been missed, like <laughs> things that definitely should have been corrected before I released my brother's keeper. Um, so now with Bijou, I have a copy editor. Um, her name is Taina Diaz, and she goes through, and I've gotten really good, though. Like, my mistakes are very minimal, mm-hmm. and I'm very proud of that because it used to be, like, page after page after page after page after page and like now as I'm growing like this is my fifth year as a self-published author so my mistakes are minimal but but Taina she's still there to go through and make sure that everything is cohesive to make sure that everything is flowing the way that it needs to to make sure that punctuation is correct that it's the story is understandable from a reader's perspective because as authors, you know, we might have an idea in our head, mm-hmm. and it sounds great, but then when someone's reading it, they're like, what the hell is she talking about? Mm-hmm. So time mm-hmm. there to make sure that, you know, everything flows the way that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and I highly recommend self-published authors to um, seek an editor. Seek an editor. It's pricey, and you probably want to cut corners, and you don't think that is that important. But if you want you you want your material to be at its highest height, and um, to be polished and well defined, you know, well defined. So go and have someone look over it. Like, don't, don't skip that part. Do not skip the, <laughs> the editing process. That's an important piece of your journey as a writer and getting your story to print, getting it to publish. And on top of that, you want your readers to enjoy what they're reading. You know, and a lot of times what I've realized, too, is just skimming through what people think on different blogs and um forms and stuff, what 
readers think of the urban fiction genre is that it lacks the proper editing. Mm -hmm. Like they can't, they can't even enjoy the story because the editing is so horrible. Yeah, so um, thank you so much, Serena. And again, you know, I do kind of try not to have questions about editing. And like you said, it's not the cheapest thing, but it's definitely worth it. So I second that and recommending that um, you have a professional editor. Um, so we can move into, um, I recognize that you don't use a pen name for your books. And I'm just curious to know um, the reason behind that decision. Um, I don't use a pen name to show my versatility as an author. Um, like I said, my brother's keeper, that's urban fiction, Jezebel, is contemporary women's literature. And, and when I was first gonna, when I first released Jezebel, I was gonna use a pen name, but then I was like, no, because I'm proud of Jezebel the same way that I'm proud of my brother's keeper. And I want to show that I am versatile writer that I can jump in and out of different genres and still create things of substance and things of value um and I think that also complements um what Bijou publications stand for you know we're trying to redefine the art of storytelling for the urban fiction genre so when you read my brother's keeper and it's by Jasmine Henderson and you're like, oh, she's an urban fiction author. But then when you go and you read Jezebel by Jasmine Henderson, it's like, no, you know, you can't box me in. Mm -hmm. Urban fiction is always boxed in. <laughs> and you can't, you, I don't know, like, I'm a writer before I'm anything else. Before you can attach urban fiction author to my name, I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. I'm an author. And I just want, I don't use a pen name because I want my writing to be a reflection of that. Yes, and I'm glad that you embrace the diversity of writing and that you choose to write under your given name. That's awesome. Do you mind just expanding a little bit about the differences between, like, Jezebel and Brothers Keeper, just to give us more insight into how different they are to show your diversity? Um, my Brothers Keeper is in... It's set in Rochester, New York, which is my hometown, born and raised, and it's about a young woman who is trying to find out who's responsible for murdering her brother. And while she's going through life, she realizes that the person who murdered him is closer to her family than what she originally thought. Mm -hmm. So she has to decide if she's going to honor her brother by seeking revenge or if she's going to forgive the person. But my brother's keeper, it's drugs, it's sex, it's violence, it's murder, it's thrilling, it's exciting. But at the same time, it still has that depth, it still has that meaning, it still provokes feeling and thought for readers. And then Jezebel is a cautionary tale of a colored prostitute named Belle Davenport during the Harlem Renaissance who is traveling from a fictional town called Glenwood, Louisiana to Harlem, New York. And it's through her journeys and her interactions with all of these different men that she discovers her own self-worth and her own value as a woman. 
um, and she realizes that she's more than what her grandmother and her mother aspired to be, that she does not have to live her life on their terms, but on her own terms. It does sound like a great blessing. Thank you for sharing it. And it Thank also, you. Yeah, and I also think she's a believer. I know I actually just um, recently published a book of poetry, and I did this her name just because I wanted to distinguish because I usually write nonfiction. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, my first book was about professionalism, so I chose a pen name because poetry is very personal, but I'm always excited to hear about different reasons about why people do or don't use pen names. So, we do know that you're an established writer and that, you know, you, you're a publisher and, it, you know, you're doing very well. But I'm curious to know if there is anything that you have taken up or put in place um, during this COVID-19 pandemic that has helped you. And if you have any recommendations for other writers and authors who are, um, you know, trying to get through this difficult period of time. Um, right now, I am focused on re-releasing all of my books underneath Bijou because Bijou is very new. Um, and I originally took all of my books off of the market and I plan to re-release them underneath Bijou Publications. Um, so I would say, you know, if you can't actually get the sales that you want, the book sales, like if you're a numbers person, you're focused on numbers, and you can't, you're not, you know that you're probably not going to hit that mark because of everything that's going on right now, I would say, you know, focus on your brand, familiarizing your social media following with your brand, um, with future projects or things that you're currently working on now because as, like we're going through a lot right now as a society, as the world, the whole world is going through a lot, but better days are ahead of us. So, you know, give your audience and your readers and your followers something to look forward to. Um, and like right now, me, I'm, you know, just doing little things behind the scenes so that when things are back to normal and things do resume, um, I'm kind of ahead of the ahead of the ball, ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm working with an illustrator for a new book cover for Jezebel mm-hmm. and things like that. Just doing little things that'll have a big impact later. Sound word because sound words of advice. Um, I appreciate it as an author, and I'm sure our listeners and your fans do as well. Um, how can we keep in touch with you, Jasmine? I'm sure that everyone is excited to know more about your projects, that you're re-releasing your books, and just hear from you in general. So, how can we stay connected with you? Um, I'm not like that active on social media. That's something that I'm working on. um on instagram my instagram handle is at bijou publications b-i-j-o-u publications um we have our online platform our website www.bijoupublications.com and then on facebook you can find me at jasmine and tennessee jasmine and tennessee that's it 